0: Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by KinPrint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. KinPrint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. yes it is friday happy friday morning welcome to got your back Y.E.G. eg rashog and strudwick great show on the way mark masters my buddy my colleague out in toronto is going to join us we're going to talk a little bit about the toronto maple leafs what to expect from them this year struds and i are also going to dig in on what a championship blue line is supposed to look like how close are the oilers strutty's going to talk about in his signature segment strutty's world his own hair yes the big guy finally going to open up about one of his great sensitivities in strutty's world and of course your questions and comments on the stream as well got your back brought to you as always by our title sponsors sherwood buick gmc but we want to tell you about their sister dealership today sherwood motor cars they've got a great event coming up this weekend Cars and coffee bringing together the most iconic and breathtaking vehicles from customs to classics, exotics to vintage. It's an automotive spectacle that you will not want to miss. Sunday, September 17th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., 3001 Buckingham Drive here in Sherwood Park. That's Sherwood Motor Cars. If you love high-end vehicles or classics, you have got to check it out. I was in the showroom last week. Mind-numbing, the inventory and the cars that they have on hand. Of course, that is Sherwood Motor Cars, sister dealership of our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC. We are here in the Long Shot Studio in Sherwood Park. Uh, gonna do some on location stuff with Long Shots this year. Looking forward to it. Uh, they've got locations in uh, Sherwood Park here, one out in Edmonton as well. Great combination of golf and great food. Struds, how are you this morning, my
1: man? Good, good. Well, I look forward to working on my short game at the long shots. I, I can yeah. hit the deep ball. I mean, I hit it probably 40, 50 yards past you, but it's the short game Easy. that I need to spend time with at long shots.
0: You just remember who's got the belt right now, my friend. You just you keep that in mind when you get chirpy. And and I'm waiting for the invite. Like if you want to try and grab that belt back, just you know where I am, pal. I'm not coming to you. You
1: come That's to right. the champ. I'm working I'm working on my game to bring it up to a level. I played yesterday at 87, I but I had two sevens and a six on a par three. Oh, I nice. still shot 87. So nice. I know that sounds like a bad beat story, but I'm just trying to justify my playing.
0: No, that's okay. But I think it's important for you to always remember when you feel like you're having a good round, you can always tank it. And I think that uh, <laughs> I need you to keep that in your head for the rest of the season, Strudy. This is going real well. I know it's about to happen. I know it's about to happen. It's true. Um, Zuby, how are we doing out there in Kelowna, pal? I threw you, I threw you a bunch of curveballs this morning, and I need to apologize. So if Zuby, we might not hear a lot from him in the background because he's probably panicking. Are you okay, Zuby? Any technical difficulty on the show today is my fault.
2: I, I should have made a board a fla- some flashing text. This is Ryan's fault. I <laughs> have that as a backup that could come on. It could also be attributed to the early hour here in Kelowna, but that's uh, all good. It's all good. We're we're gonna work our way through it. at all, I don't know. We're clean so far, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you just jinxed us big time. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we are live on Twitter and on YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna go to this comment. Seeking sand guru says, "Can I get a conch for a beautiful morning in Central New York?" Wrong show, buds. (laughs) You are not listening to the right show. Stay with (laughs) us. We're gonna try and do a good show too. Uh no conscious. I would love to steal that bit, but that is Dustin Nielsen's intellectual
1: property. So we won't be going there, Study. No, no. And I love the conch when they conch it up. Oh yeah. Uh, no, nah. yeah. No, we're not conscious. We can say hello. Yeah. Good tidings today. Yeah. Good know? tidings and hello. <laughs> A strutty
0: Rishog, and Zuby. Good, good day to you. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, no comment.
0: Exciting. Uh, let's get to our breakdown, guys. Brought to you by Mister Dirk, the iconic men's clothing store in Edmonton, founded in 1939. If you have never been to the showroom, you got to go check it out. It is so nice, modern, comfortable, uh, and the service there is great. You know, go see Sterling, go see Dan, any one of their great staff members. If the wardrobe needs a little bit of a kick up, a little refresher, you want to look a little sharper around the office. Uh, they're absolutely designed to help you out, whether it's full suits, whether it's casual wear, whatever it is, Mr. Dirk, just off White Avenue and 102nd Street, uh, your one-stop shop for all of your clothing needs. And love having them as sponsors here for another season of Got Your Back. Uh, Strud's main topic I want to dig into today is a championship blue line and what a championship blue line is supposed to look like. I think, you know, we know what the Oilers have up front. Do they have enough on the back end? That's, I think, what Euler fan goes to bed at night wondering in their brain, in their worried brain. So let's run through what we believe and what you believe the elements on a championship blue line should be. Starts with that number one guy, right? Not every team has had one, but that big stalwart minute munch and number one do it all kind of guy. How important is that
1: guy? Well, this was my number one point to right through 100. Actually, this is this is what it's all about. And when we look past I like a past Stanley Cup champions, let's just review the type of players that are. Uh, the Vegas goal is nice. Petrangelo, stud. Colorado Avalanche, Macar, stud. Tampa Bay Lightning, Hedman, stud, stud, because they do won it twice. Then we go back to Petrangelo, St. Louis Blues in 2019. Carlson, 18. Latang with the Penguins. Duncan Keith, uh, Dowdy, Drew Dowdy. Uh, then it goes Duncan Keith, Drew Dowdy. You know, like so, it it is not a a perhaps a a a part-time need. You need to have the number one stud. You need to have it. The only team I can think that won the Stanley Cup that didn't have what I'd call a true number one stud, and this is going to hurt Oilers fans. But when uh, Carolina won the Stanley Cup, other than that, every team has had a true number one stud. So, do the Oilers have that guy?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. They kind of have. It's kind of like two guys wrapped into one, right? Darnell Nurse um, Darnell Nurse could be that guy, right? Certainly gets paid like that guy, but could be that guy. He's put up offense in the past. We know what he can do when he's on his game. I think the elements are there for him to be pretty darn close to that guy, but I, he's not quite there. And I don't know if he ever will be, and that's okay because number one A's, one B and twos are extremely valuable as well. But fair to say that you know, if you could if you could take Evan Bouchard and Darnell nurse and just mash them all up into a defenseman, mm-hmm. that would be what you're talking
1: about. Well, the, the other option is that Evan Bouchard evolves into that, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's perhaps another another thing. I don't know if we'll see that this year. I think that's a possibility, and then the second piece to this. I know I'm kind of jumping over your points. No, but no, buddy, this the is number one. Your, your show, one, Batman always has a Robin. Yeah. So if if Darnell Nurse is that guy, who is his Robin? And you know, Cody CC, yeah, he's 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 a fine player. Um, he, I think he slotted up a little bit too high in the in the um, lineup. When you look at some of these guys, I hammered out. Look at who some of their partner were. Right. They were very, you know, like when, when you go back to Drew Dowdy, I believe it was Alec Martinez, you know, and I think even wasn't Angel with Alec Martinez last year again, or did I, uh, yeah.
0: well, that. yeah, Martinez was there. Right. And they all yeah. played. So,
1: But you, you, you need to have um, a one A and a one B or a one, you know, like I shouldn't say that, a Batman and his Robin. So, you know, I think that for, for this group of D man, for the orders to really kind of um, be that championship level that, the pedigree is required. Um, they're going to need to, you know, have nurse take another step. And, and but we're talking about, you know, I'm not talking about going from a a, a five to a 10, we're talking about going from an eight to a nine or an eight to a 10. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And CC as well has to kind of maybe raise his game back to where we saw it before. The other option is maybe Ekholm and Bouchard. Maybe they push their way up, right? And Bouchard becomes that, that guy, and then Ekholm is obviously right. a very capable Robin. So, so I think the Oilers,
0: we, we, we agree there might not be a Batman. And I'm not sure if this superhero theme is going to stick through the whole thing, but we'll try. Fair point. Not sure if there's a Batman. I think Matthias Ekholm could be anybody's Robin. Anybody. Yes. Like he he yeah. is that exact guy you're talking about. Not crazy offensive, but sneaky good offensive, yeah. right? Really good defensively. Not the greatest puck mover in the league but a sneaky good puck mover. You know, a guy who is just rock solid in all aspects and sneaky good in some of them, to me, that is the perfect Robin to the Batman. And that is Matthias Eckholm. So, yeah, and, and you know what? In a lot of ways, could be Darnell Nurse too. So two Robins, maybe no Batman. What's next?
1: Well, I think next, that I think for your tumble for a championship D, I like yeah. size and mobility. Size so that and mobility. big
0: defensive stalwart, that yeah. big guy who can close it down in front of the net, dominate in the corners, play hard minutes, kill penalties, but not be a bad puck mover.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and those, those are good things to have. You know, those are all attributes you want. Um, I think what the Oilers have done a really good job is, is adding size to their back end and mobility. Right. Mm -hmm. I think they're very mobile. Now, obviously, if Darnay's in there, and this is no disrespect to Darnay, but he doesn't move like the other five guys. Um, But if Broberg's in there, now you have six very mobile, long rangy guys that take up space. So, you know, I think, you know, you compare it to what they had in Vegas last year with Haig and and White Cloud guys like that, big, take up space, get in your way and clog up areas. Um, I think the orders are trending in that direction.
0: Yeah. So, do we feel like they have. I mean, of those first three things that we listed, you know, there's a, there's maybe a couple of Robins there, that big defensive guy. Is that, if we're thinking about what they potentially could add this year, would that be the ad, that guy that we just described on the right
1: side next to Nurse? Like a true, a true number one stud? the, the defense I, I think that no might be uh,
0: no i'm talking about the third option that we yeah. just talked about right yeah. the, big the big defensive guy yeah. not a bad puck mover like yeah. i guess what i'm saying is is as you evaluate this blue line as it exists right now what type of player you think
1: it needs to be added to push them over the line yeah so you're, you're looking you're talking about slotting them in the right position and i think darnell bouchard Eckholm are all slotted in the, in the right top four i think they got it I think CC, he's not paid like a number one or a, a top pairing defenseman, but he's being played like one. And I think for the most part, he's overshot his contract and he, he's done a really good job. But he I don't believe he is what they need him to be. And right. then that's a that's a tough thing. He's a very good NHL defenseman. Teams would trip over themselves to get because again, that contract is very good. Look some of the contracts they were signed this summer for Demon. That one's looking pretty good. Um, not not looking, it is a good contract, I believe. It's a value contract, but it, it, when you're talking about winning a Stanley Cup, you need elite in your top four, elite. So, you know, if you if you can add a guy like a Brett Pesci, I don't know if that's even available or possible, but a guy like that on your right side, it, I think it would go a long ways to solidifying what would look and feel like a championship defense. Now, if you could do that and keep CeCe and he drops in your third pairing, now you're really going over the top. Mm-hmm. But I I think that there is one piece missing in this six to balance it out. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. One piece in the top four, like if, they, they, if they're going to make an upgrade this year, it needs to be in their top four. I believe it, it'll be closer to the trade deadline like it was last year, and it'll be a really targeted move like Ekholm was. I think they had success with that. The fact that they waited as long as they did. We all knew they needed another defenseman, but they waited and went and got exactly what they needed. Yeah. I think it'll be similar this year in terms of their tactic. I think if the Oilers' blue line is good enough to truly push for a Stanley Cup this year, even if Philip Broberg has a really good year, it should be really hard for him to be in the lineup, right? Even if Philip Broberg is playing really well, Mm -hmm. he should still have a stack of guys in front of him that make it difficult to be in because generally that's what you see. You know, you got this team with all this depth, the best young defenseman in the system, quite often is knocking on the door, but still can't quite get there because you've got that level of depth in your organization. So it'll be interesting to see what D'Arnais gives them, right? If if he becomes a regular on the third pair because they love that size and aggressiveness, he has the ability, if he plays well Strud's to really make it hard on them to pull him out of the lineup. And that's what he did last season. So what can he contribute? How meaningful will it be? Another year of development and growth. Could he be... A big part of that defensive guy that we're talking about in a greater way, not just surviving and playing good, but really making a difference in games.
1: I think it would be difficult for him to become a top four defenseman this year and maybe ever just considering his age. And I'm not Um, suggesting that necessarily.
0: I mean, that third pairing guy where you're like, yeah, he's he's out there, not just surviving and getting by, but really looking really good.
1: Yeah. So what does he what does he do? when he looks really good. I guess we have to identify that. Um, you know, holding on to the puck and, and and skating it. That's not what he looks good doing. He, his job is to separate people from the puck, defend the blue line, defend the hard areas, and move the puck as quick as he can to somebody else. Just get it and pass it up. You don't need to carry it. There's there's nothing special going on there. Just move the puck. When he's playing well, that is what his game looks like. I'm not suggesting he's not skilled, but he, he is of the six guys. He's be the least skilled. So you want to get the puck off your stick to somebody else, but be so hard to play against. So that every time you go over the boards, other lines, like, Oh my God, I got to play against this guy. Like just make it very uncomfortable. That's when he's at his best. Um, and I really like if he and Kulak are together, I really like that pairing together because then Kulak, Kulak is, is very good at defending his feet. And I would like to see him continue to be, um, more aggressive defending up ice and taking away gap and uh, and space, further up ice because he skates so well, knowing that Vinny's back there, and even if he gets beat, which isn't very often, but if he does, uh, let's say he falls down like we've seen a few times on goals against, Vinny's really big and takes up space and can kind of direct guys into areas that aren't great scoring chances as compared to a smaller guy.
0: An upgrade is needed. Can we agree that if they roll into the playoffs with the same blue line they have right now, understanding people can improve and the situation might be different come playoff time. But my thought analysis is right now, if they roll into the playoffs with the blue line that they have right now, they'll be leaving it to chance more than they should at this stage in their cup
1: window. Fair. Um, I will, I would agree up to a point. I need to see the. the, I think I know what the left side of the D is going to be. I don't expect a lot of surprises there. I mean, can Darnell, Darnell can continue to take steps. Like there's no doubt about it. I think Ekholm is what he is and same with Kulak. I don't expect those guys to change much. The right side for me is very much in flux. Number one, what can Bouchard do? What what can he do over a full 82 season beside Ekholm? What influence can Ekholm have on him? Can he kind of just polish up a few things defensively? Um, and, and not that he's a major problem, but you're, you're trying to get marginal improvement in everybody. Then CC can CC play more like year one than year two. Right. Can he, you know, mm-hmm. there was talk about injuries and, and, and some things that, that, you know, hampered him last year. Can that change? And then Vinny Darnay, can he improve what, or, 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 not, can he, will he improve enough to be a guy that's like, man, we got to leave this guy in all the time and really become that force. So the right side, let's have this conversation again, 41 games into the season. So we get a look at what those guys look like. Um, right now I'd still feel they need to add someone on the right side, but to add someone means someone has to go out and you probably have to send a significant asset with that to, um, to, to, to get whoever you're trying to get.
0: Yeah. I uh I think that's fair. You know, we we know what we know now, but we gotta you have to allow for people to grow. And I think that's why it's smart for the orders to wait, right? How much DRNA yeah. grows? Well, that matters. Yeah. You know, how much Broberg can step in and make an impact, that matters. Also, keep your mind open to the fact that somebody might surprise you, Struts, because you never yeah. know. Vinnie DRNA is a great example of that. You never know when someone might come in, surprise you, outkick their coverage a little bit. And, right. uh, all of a sudden you got a usable player that you didn't realize you'd have, and you didn't need to make the move that you've been thinking about making. So lots still to be determined, but you know, the blue line is getting there. It's close. We know they likely have the forward group and then the goaltending, but that's a podcast for, uh, for another day. That was the <laughs> breakdown, uh, brought to you by our good friends over at Mr. Dirk, uh, quick commercial break here where we want to tell you a little bit more about long shots, our studio sponsor. Really cool spot. I've been out there a few times and uh, really looking forward to our relationship with Long Shots coming up this season. On the other side of that message, Mark Masters from TSN out in Toronto is going to join us and we'll chat a little bit about how the Maple Leafs are shaking up. Stick with us. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans top-of-the-line track simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination they have locations in sherwood park and edmonton experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town visit longshots.ca that's longshots with a z dot ca all right. There he is, Mark Masters, joining us here on uh, Got You Back. Mark, how you doing, my friend? Good to see your face.
3: It's good to see you, gentlemen, and uh, I'm doing great. I'm just eager to get going. Uh, I can't believe the summer's gone. It always seems to fly by, and... <laughs> I'm ready right. for hockey season.
0: I know it disappears so fast. This will be our takeaway segment brought to you by one of our newest sponsors. Really happy to have Redefined Health on board. They specialize in total body and mind wellness from chiropractic and massage care treatments to acupuncture, sh- soft tissue therapy, nutrition, and even an on site registered psychologist. Redefined Health is here to help you get well and stay well and struds it's run by a guy that has about the perfect name for being a chiropractor and
1: running a place like this tyler fix dr tyler fix yeah when i first met him i'm like you've got to be kidding me there's no way this is your name and he's like i know i know but he's a great guy he didn't change it
0: he told me he did not change it no it's like russian and german descent i think and it's Maybe been morphed over the years in his lineage,
1: but yeah, great guy. But what a name for a guy that, you know, is supposed to fix you. I know. I wish that my last name was Sniper. I might've done better in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, you would settle for Decent Talker. Jason Yeah. yeah, talker.
0: yeah. Chirper. <laughs> the chirp. Yeah. Decent <laughs> Chirper. Uh, so, Mark, getting set for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Brad Treliving has come in. How would you describe the body of work so far that Tree Living has done. I'm not going to let you go on for two minutes here. I'm going to ask you, give me a couple of words to headline Tree Living's impact so far.
3: Well, I mean, the number one impact is that he didn't make a big, he did not shake up the core, right? Mm -hmm. You know, after what happened last season, they won a round, but then the way they went out in the second round, I think a lot of people thought, They're going to, you know, do something to shake up the core of this team. The four forwards, of course, even Morgan Riley in the back end, if you want to extend it to five. So that did not happen. Uh, And just with the way he came in, uh, he described it as drinking out of a fire hose. Uh, Maybe he just didn't have, you know, it would have been rash for him to have made the big change. So that was the first thing is, you know, everyone thought, okay, he doesn't have the loyalty to these guys. He would be well positioned to make a big splash. He he made it clear from day one, he wasn't going to do that. So he didn't do that. Uh, and then when you look at the free agent signings, uh, clearly he valued uh, personality and toughness, grittiness. Uh, and that's not you know, necessarily too, too different from what Kyle Dubas had kind of come around to uh, in the later stages of his time in Toronto, where he looked to, to bring in a guy like Wayne Simmons, for example, and tried to, to, to put around the core uh, some sandpaper. Uh, Luke Shen brought it in at the deadline, played very well, for example. There's, there's, there, are, there are examples of that. Ilya Labushkin was another guy. There's a lot of examples of, of Kyle Dubas later in his tenure doing that, but obviously he's gone hard on that um, and, and kind of hoping that guys like Tyler Bertuzzi, Max Domi, and Ryan Reeves, of course, was the big surprise. Uh, with three-year contract to get him in, 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 the team. So that's kind of what uh, the takeaway was that he was really kind of going after that angle in terms of supplementing the core, not too different from what we've seen from Dubas. To be honest, guys, the big takeaway is not a ton has changed. With yeah. This so team. far, like steady as she
0: goes, would that be your, you know, you gave yeah. me the two minutes anyways, but steady as she goes would encapsulate
3: <laughs> your, uh, your thoughts. Yeah. I've been waiting all summer to, to talk about this. Uh, Yes, steady, <laughs> steady, as, steady as she goes. Uh, even the the coach is back with an extension. So, steady as she goes in Leafland, guys, for as there long as that can go.
1: All right, Mark Master. So I, you know, they, I, I like some of the dishes they made up front, but I look at this decor, and I I'm trying to I'm if I squint really hard, I can maybe see a playoff team that maybe wins a round or so. So like you know, John Klinberg, I think is better than he showed last year in Anaheim. I, I don't know what went on there, but I think he's better than that. But I I I, I just there if if you just look at the D, I have a hard time even seeing that D core is playoff worthy. Who are the guys who are going to surprise not just me but themselves in that dressing room?
3: Well, yeah, Klingberg better be better uh, than what he showed. Uh, the Leafs are paying him more than four million, and they're taking a gamble there for sure. The problem with the Leafs on their back end has been they don't get a lot of offense from their defensemen other than Morgan Riley. Outside of that, it's like a wasteland, and he didn't score till January last season. So uh, they they there was already question marks, and then they didn't. You know, you lose Justin Hall goes to Detroit. Uh, Luke Shen leaves in free agency after he played so on the playoffs. And there's nothing but question marks on the back end for the Leafs right now. So who's going to step up other than Klingberg, who has to refine, re, you know, get his swagger back. Mm-hmm. Timothy Lilligren uh, is a young guy who showed a lot of promise mm-hmm. for a good chunk of the season. And actually when they were at least were in Edmonton around the trade deadline, he had a tough game and then got scratched the next day. And it was really downhill from there. And he was a scratch much, much of the playoffs. So they're counting on him taking another step. And maybe can he be a top four guy on the right side there? Uh, we will see. And then, It's just, there's just, there's guys you kind of know who they are. Um, There's no prospects, you know, knocking on the door right now. Topi Nimala is their top defensive prospect, but he's not ready. He's just 21 uh, and he's kind of on the smaller side. So they don't really have, you know, they've, they've, they've signed some guys uh, along the fringes, but there's no one who's going to be a game changer on the back end. So the belief is that at some point this season, you know, whether it's at the deadline or at some other point, another move will be made to kind of bolster this group, much like they did with, with Luke Shen last year. How
0: are Leaf fans going to feel about a 55 point season from Rasmus Sandine? Do you think <laughs>
3: <laughs> they weren't happy with how well he was playing? Uh, they were after I mean, the immediate aftermath of the trade in Washington, but 15 yes.
0: points in 19 games after yeah. that
3: trade for a guy that Leaf fans were just like, Show us, just show us, show us. Yeah. Well, and it's just tough with the left side there, it didn't feel like he was going to, to get a chance uh and now it looks like maybe he would have been useful um and from the media perspective he was always one of the better talkers so yeah a lot of people in the leafs world were were that would be a tough one if Sandine blossoms into a legit top four guy and is doing it in a, in the conference that that would be a tough of well like i don't know tj brody had a tough playoffs and you know the regular season a couple of injuries mark Giordano is the oldest defense oldest player in the league Forty years old, and he was borderline unplayable in the playoffs to the point where they had to address seven guys. Jake McCabe came in; it will be his first full season, so maybe he can take another step. There's another guy Mm -hmm. where you know when you come in mid-season, it can be tough. Uh, He was given tough minutes too, so maybe he Mm -hmm. settles down and can be a top four guy. But it's it's not you know Justin Hall. You know he was a whipping boy in Toronto, but he played a lot, played a lot of minutes, uh, penalty kill, tough matchups, and those aren't easily replaced. So. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting how they put this together. They have a new assistant coach overseeing the defense this season, and Mike Van Ryan coming in. So actually, a lot of uh, question marks on the back end for sure for this Leafs team.
1: Okay, I can't just let this go because I, I honestly I, I I love watching Leafs. Probably after Oilers, I watch them the most, and. I think what they have is a lot of, like I think Morgan Riley is is a pretty good defense. But after that, they have a lot of guys who are borderline threes and fours and then down from there. And I love Luke Shen. but When he came in, he was playing on the top unit. I'm like, this isn't going to be a long run. So let me say this, Mark Masters. <laughs> I believe the answer is in-house for them to solve their problems. I love this guy, but Willie Nylander, trade him for a legit defenseman. What is the holdback? What am I missing that that doesn't seem like the obvious answer to what needs to be addressed on this team.
3: Well, at least for this coming season, Elander is the, the best contract they got. There's <laughs> <under laughs> seven mil 40 goals. Uh, so you kind of want to that's one of the arguments to let to kind of play it out here, right? Like you, you got this guy on a pretty good deal. He scored 40 goals last year with and kind of faded a bit down the stretch. So maybe he could take he can give you even more this year. The the belief with this the Shanna plan and this lease philosophy has been if you have those four guys Uh, then you're going to have a chance every season and you're in the playoffs, which they don't want to take for granted. So uh, if you trade Willie Nylander, it's very hard to win that deal, Uh, but you can. And Kyle Dubas, it certainly sounded like in his last news conference before he was uh, let go by the team, uh, he he mused more openly than ever before about making a deal and he had referenced the Matthew Kachuk trade. That Florida had made because sometimes the opportunity exists. So I'm sure Brad Tree Living will be looking throughout the season. It's tr- obviously trickier during the year with with the cap and all that, but to see if an opportunity were to arise somewhere, right? Um, usually it happens in the off season, but you know maybe you can make that Jack Eichel type trade. But the thing the Leafs have been missing has been that that big presence on the back end, right? Every Stanley Cup champion seems to have that horse on the back end, and Morgan Riley has really played well and upped his game in the playoffs, but he's not the prototypical number one guy, I guess, that you'd think of. He's never been a nominee for the Norris Trophy. Fifth, mm-hmm. over, fifth finished fifth one year when he scored 20 goals. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I would agree that, that if they could make that work, they're just hesitant to because it seems, on the surface, really hard to win a, a William Nylander trade, at least for for this season.
0: Yeah, they'll get you to the playoffs every year yeah. if you have those guys. And that's a great point, Mark, but they're not – necessarily the right mixture to get you over the line and, and win a Stanley Cup right you need to rob from Peter to pay Paul a little bit if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs last one quickly on the goaltending front uh, Sam Sonoff is back uh, Wall is there uh, Jones gets added I mean who do you think will play the most games for the Leafs this year
3: I mean we're all pretty much expecting Jones to be picked up on waivers that would be the very Leaf thing to happen because uh, if the <laughs> Leafs put a goalie on waivers at the end of training camp they did it once, and they one year they had two goalies. They lost uh, right there at the uh, in a camp. So the Leafs, I think Dubis was saying that they were like leading the league and guys plucked off waivers. You know, it's the beauty of playing in Toronto is even the fourth liners is going to get uh, the microphone a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you
0: guys will talk to anybody and put them on TV. Make yes. everybody a superstar <laughs>
3: out there. That's how on I, you guys, Mark. How, how you often, and your media core. How often do you think we're going to be talking to Ryan Reeves this year? The mic's going to be in front of his mouth a, a few times, but you uh, like, set up a podium at his yeah. stall. He'll be like a, he'll be like an additional coach for us. We'll just go talk to him every game and just get his take. Honestly, it might be like that. Uh, who's good? Well, going to play the most uh, if he stays healthy. But the problem is he's never. Or the question is, he's never really played a lot, right? He's never mm-hmm. played more than forty-ish games a year. That's his. That's his height. He was injured last year. Got injured in the playoffs. Joseph Wall was was starting those last couple of games. Uh, Matt Murray's on the LTIR, so we're expecting him to not play. And then Martin Jones, as I mentioned, waivers. And then beyond that, they don't have a ton of, of depth. So goaltending is another area that could, uh, they could run into trouble, uh, especially if Samsonov doesn't hit, right? And not, he's now on another one year deal pending UFA now. It's, it's a big pressure packed deal, and he's got to back up what he just did. And he was very, very good for a large part of the season. So goaltending, defense, apparently they're important. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a little mark we were getting you know and then and then the, the thing is though guys don't forget that uh, we talk about defense we talk about goaltending being the big question marks the least finished the playoffs last year scoring two goals in seven straight games, which is still mind-boggling like yeah. to, to, to have happened so goal scoring has always dried up they have a new assistant coach overseeing the power play key boucher there's a lot of questions for a team that seems pretty much slam dunk to make the playoffs it's just always how do they find the right recipe and Maybe Ryan Reeves will add some personality to the dressing room. Some of these guys can, can do it, but yeah, I don't know. You just, it's going to be, it's going to be, the journey is interesting, but at this point for the least, you're just like, get us to April. Let's, let's see what these guys can do.
0: Mark, do you vote on TSN's top 50 players?
3: Like, I do. I do. Well, I got my window I'm gonna open put, there. I'm
0: going to put you on the spot. Where's Austin Matthews going to be?
3: <laughs> I think on my last draft, I had him at number five.
0: Did you which I'm five. Sure would
3: take a lot of flack in Leafland. Yeah,
0: really coming off that season.
3: Well, forty goals. He, he yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean on your last draft of this yeah, like, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, right. yes,
3: yes. So yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah David Drysital, McCarr, McKinnon.
0: You've got um, me, David yeah, yeah, that's that'll I be my that one, one too as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, I'm sure that's I, I, that's not geared to this podcast, but uh, that's what I got. McDavid, I, I'm a huge Drysital fan. I don't think he gets enough love, uh, in in hockey because if he plays in Edmonton and McDavid overshadows, I guess a bit, but i'm huge i just think he's yeah i think he's number two player in the game going the into quiz
0: master season. is going to be agitated at me for outing votes already so we'll <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> leave the rest but uh the top 50 on tsn is always a tons of fun oh. tons of fun the quiz master puts lots of work into it and i look forward to that uh, in the coming weeks on our tsn platforms mark you're going to stick around for our next? Yeah, let's,
3: i want to hear it yeah. yeah
0: strutty's about to dig in uh that was takeaways brought to you by redefined health up we have strutty's world the zuby is preparing that beautiful animation that he built there was a lot of love on the stream zuby last podcast for all the work and the effort that you put into it uh mark you'll you'll be able to see it we're not going to be able to hear it like the people on the stream will be able to hear it but you're not going to believe the production value for season three of got your back i pushed like honestly another 50 60 bucks of budget per month towards production value. And you'll see what Zuby was able to do. But it's brought to you today by our great friends over at Pathfind. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a fantastic employee. I do, like Zubi. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player, to take your business to the next level. They help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. So you can find your organization's path forward. Check them out at pathfind.ca. Roll it, Zuby.
1: When you make a mistake, heads should roll. Just me and Nick Lachey, window down, shirt off, just loving it. My goal is Sunday made before scum. No, that I say it out loud. It does sound a little crazy. Awesome. So, about five, six years ago, I was hanging out with my uncle Bob. He lives in Calgary. And Bob, you know, he's, I would say that he is probably not as good looking as I am. And his personality is not quite as good, but his hair I noticed is similar to mine. So he and I both kind of parted down the middle and it kind of fluffs out to the side. And I have my hat on today, but I've noticed that we had the same look and I'm like, my God, I'm starting to get the same hairline as my uncle Bob, who is on his best day, a soft seven. I'm probably an eight or a nine. So what's going to happen to me in about 10 or 15 years? And it, it really kind of got me a little bit worried about it. And then I was watching this movie called Weird Science. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with this. It's a project. It's a, it's an 80s movie. But there's this older brother in it called Chet. And Chet, I was watching the other day. I'm like, oh my God, my hair looks just like Chet. And I remember thinking when I watched that show originally that my hair is awful, that his hair is awful. <laughs> and so within a span of about 72 months, I've realized that my hair went from pretty good to looking like my Uncle Bob and Chet... From Weird Science. Now, I'm not a big hair guy. Like, I, I don't worry about it too much. I realize we're all going to lose it at some point, and it's going to go out. But I like the way my hair is being cut now. But, guys, it is a little bit unsettling when you start looking like people that you realize have bad, <laughs> have bad hair. And my poor Uncle Bob, who again, on his best date, is a soft seven. And Chet from Weird Science. You want to talk about a rough comeuppance. For this old dog. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I might have to take a look at the the plugs like our buddy, uh, some of my buddies have done. But I don't know. That's a hard one. I don't know if you guys ever had that where you like realize you're starting to look like in anything, whether it's body or face or wrinkles or whatever, like a guy that you really didn't think was that, that attractive in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that's Chet. That's Chet from Weird Science. And that's what I'm looking like right now.
0: Your mic's muted there, Shaggy. Oh boy, I muted my mic again. Sorry. Uh, Struds, there's so much to unpack here, buddy. It's already happening. That's the thing. You're like, what's it going to be like in 15 years, <laughs> buddy? It's already happening. It's uh, it's here, and we've all been telling you it's here. Like, I part it down the middle and it fluffs out on the sides? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, shreds, None of that is happening.
1: I see this lovingly. And There's like no fluffing uncle, out on this. There's that's not. That's. I think that, I think that it's a little bit of a surprise when you watch a movie and you think, "Oh my god!" Sometimes I look like that. Oh. <laughs> And Chad had awful hair. I'm Masters. You're probably a bit young to watch Weird Science, but I watched that. that I'm like, going
3: over my head. It yeah, it is so
1: hard. It's, I don't even know how to compare. Like maybe Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, I guess Struddy's
0: world mark is the silo of honesty. So I know that you don't know him that well, but you can be honest here. This oh, is, for sure. We can yeah. turn this into the intervention that's required. <laughs> I think it good, I, 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 you look good,
3: Struddy. I oh, here we go. You and you wear a hat well I, there's no reason to panic here
0: take it off struts take the hat no. off
3: <laughs> You now you're oh, like kinda... there's no
0: part
1: you say i well, parted no, down the middle where is back. the part when i do it even the other day you complimented said i had nice hair and i this, this is just because i just worked out and i'm all a little bit sweaty but I'll, I'll do it up one day then we'll put the picture maybe chet and myself side by side so people can really get a sense yeah amount. i should get a picture of my uncle bob you Mark, guy.
0: Mark sure. you know what happened to me? Because I'm not one to talk, right? Like, it is getting messy up here. It's There are all sorts of spots. Yeah, it's not pretty for me. I had no idea, Struds. This is like probably eight years ago. I'm standing on set, Mark. And you know how you're waiting to go live on, on TSN and you can, through the feedback, you can hear the, the panel? So mm-hmm. the panel is all sitting there, and it's Dregs and Bobby and James Dothy and, like, the whole crew, right? And I'm getting ready to go live, so they bring my shot up in the studio to make sure that, it, you know, the shot's good. And uh, James is like, Ryan, can you hear me? I'm like, yeah, got you, Jimmy. He's like, okay, Powell, talk to you, man. I'm like, okay. So then they killed my mic to them, but they didn't kill, kill their audio to me. And in the oh, background, oh. I hear Dregs go, reesh. He goes, oh, boys, kid's losing his feathers. <laughs> 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 he said that to the rest of the panel, and I was like, What? I'm like, and I'm talking in the mic, but they can't hear me, so I go home that night. And I'm in the mirror, and I'm like, Oh, right. no. that was the day I first realized it's going. And struds, I was late to that party, man. Everybody yeah. else knew it, I yeah. didn't know
1: it, just like you right now. That's tough. You know, the first person to tell me I was receding, Sedeno no Chara. It was. I was 21. He was 20. We were both in the same team in the minors, and we're going yeah. to splash water on our face before the game. And we're. He's at one sink. I'm at the next one. He's like, man, you're starting to go bald. I'm like what i was 21 years old and i remember i had the worst game i was so rattled and uh i've seen z every now and then i'd bring that up to him. he's like i know i know i, I probably should have told you at that time like yeah right before the game i was 20 for no reason it wasn't even like we were talking
0: and that's what and, he said you're going bald
1: yeah you're going bald right before like where i'm not it was like we were going on ice six minutes later and uh i mean he also is you know he's a bald guy way more bald than i am but uh but anyways, yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy and that was my introduction to baldness was the Dano. He's
0: one of the few guys that would have a view down at the top of your See, head, though, right? True. He would know more yeah. than anybody just because yeah. of his just because of his vantage point. Mark, you're blessed. Nice. You're blessed, buddy. Like there has not been a shred of movement in that hairline of oh. yours. The cowlick is totally that like you don't produce that little thing in the front, right? That just is natural. Like the no, Superman cowlick right up front.
3: No, no, it's natural. I, it does get too curly at times, but that's based on the issues you guys have raised. I feel uh, bad bringing up even as a problem. But uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> – it gets a little curly at times. But yeah, I know I, I've been very blessed. Uh, I have a little concerned listening to you guys, but seems like I got the, the good genes going on. My dad's still got a uh, full head of hair, so yeah. um, I'm sure Well, just know.
0: Just know, Mark, that if and when it starts to happen, mm-hmm. you will receive kindness from Struds and I if you own it. Mm-hmm. but Darren Dreger will be merciless. So just prepare. I, for I that. love
3: that. He broke the story to you. That's uh,
0: <laughs> I bet he knew he the did. mic was
3: open too. Like, breaking he, news.
0: Like, Shogger is losing yeah, his feathers. Yeah, yeah. Go with it. Confirmed. Yeah. There's a whole oh, other man.
3: podcast to be done about what happens off mic or off camera with the panel.
0: 100%. Yeah. All right. That was strutty's world uh, brought to you by Pathfind last segment of the day. Let's get to the stream and see Uh, What kind of action there has been? Ask Us Anything brought to you by Rini Buclan uh, of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. She's all about amazing service for her clients. Buying a house is a huge deal. You need someone you can trust and that you know is working 24-7 to either sell your home or help you find a new one. Give Rini a call. The shark of the park. Struddy loves that handle. 780-994-0280 shark of the park Struds.
1: i love it i love that name wish i had a name like that
0: zuby uh you've been monitoring things behind the scenes uh anything from our ask us anything segment i feel like there was either chirps or support for Struds uh, (laughs) on the stream for that last segment
2: well um so uh seeking sad guru who we've seen on the on the stream here a few times says embrace it jason strudwick could be the next jason statham and so i was just gonna gonna parlay that into asking Streds: have you ever have you ever shaved it all off have you ever considered it going with the full the full dome yeah no, probably time to if
1: you haven't and i think that's uh, jason statham is a very good comparison uh both kind of like we have that <laughs> Delusion, thousand miles man. there Delusion. That, that rugged looks um you know ladies tend to rubberneck when we walk into a room so like i think that's fair but i'm going to give it a little self-awareness I wanted to get to fifty before I make any bold decisions, so that's another like two years. So we have about twenty-four months to enjoy the, the greatness that was my hair.
2: <laughs> okay. We also had. Um, are you going? any You want to say something on that, Ryan?
0: No, no. I <laughs> I just said. the the lack of <laughs> self awareness is mind numbing. But go ahead, Zuby. The I have a broken record on this. You know.
2: Okay, um, some stranger asked us, this is pretty pretty broad, but I don't think we've talked about this on the show. What do you guys think uh, of Matthew's new contract, the extension? And obviously, Mark, I have something to say on that. An, op- yeah. an opinion. Mark, go
0: ahead, buddy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I know, I guess uh, there was, the criticism is that it's only four years. Uh, but if he was going to go longer, it was going to be a higher number, which would have handcuffed the team so the way they framed it was uh, the right balance for both sides. I think from the Leafs side, it's a win win in the sense that the Leafs get Matthews. Now they're going to have him for the first 12 years of his career, yeah. basically his entire prime. Uh, and Matthews, you know, he gets some more security and he keeps his, you know, he gets another payday. So, uh, you know, I am sure you would have, if you're the Leafs, you would have loved him to do the McDavid thing, the, the McKinnon thing, go eight years and just don't have to worry about it. And you got him basically for his whole career. But Matthews didn't do it on his last deal. I didn't do it on this year, uh, this deal. I got no problem with it. I think it's it's fine and uh, good on him. He wanted to get it done before camp. He didn't want me and others just making it the story on day one. He wanted to give us the chance to just focus on Elander, and I appreciate that.
1: Strutty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I, I love Matt. I think he's a great player. There's no doubt about it. I, I wonder, Matt, Mark, was there any conversation about him with, with the team and their direction? Like, I, I get the sense these guys want to be- win. Yeah, like, do, 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 so he's—he must have been satisfied with what they're
3: gonna do, or he just likes it there that much. I think he—he he does legitimately like it in Toronto, obviously. uh And then I think he just likes who he's playing with. I mean, he's every—he plays with Mitch Marner every year, or William Nylander. Yeah. Those are great. uh they were surrounding him at least with talent. He scored sixty goals uh, not long ago, uh, and he feels like they can put him in a position to succeed. He's loyal to the guys around him. He seems to legitimately uh, have strong relationships with the, with the core guys there. So he, as he said, he wants to see this through. He wants to, you know, what more could he ask for? That's what you want as a, as a fan is you want a guy who who wants to finish the job. They haven't come close to finishing the job in Toronto. So he feels, uh, 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 you know, like he's got, you know, something to give here. He's got, he wants to help finish the job is, is the way he's kind of uh, framed it. And um, he, you know, tree living spent a lot of time with him down in Arizona. So sold him on, on what he's bringing to the table and, Um, he was willing to to re-up for a little longer.
0: Zuby, I'm going to pull the next one here off the Weiss Johnson uh, Twitter stream. This one is from our YouTube comments, actually. Uh, Get your furnace serviced now, by the way, before it breaks down in the dead of winter. Because when it's minus 30 and everybody's furnace is breaking down, that's not the time to call and say, I need help, I need it fixed. Might as well get it serviced, be proactive. Uh, It's always a good idea to have your furnace or heating system serviced and tuned up for winter so that you know you will not have to worry. That is Weiss Johnson. Weiss
2: Johnson, Weiss Johnson whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Good timing on the jingle today, Zuby. Uh, Josh van Zwag says, I have a question for Struds. Did he have a favorite defenseman to be paired with? And if he played this upcoming season, who would he like to be paired with?
1: Aside from guys like Makar. Yeah, that'd be my first choice. I wouldn't have to touch the puck, but uh, I played a guy <laughs> named Ed Jovanovski, and I loved playing with him because he was really fast and agile, and he kind of he recovered a lot of pucks and defended, kind of surfed over like Kulak does defending, and I was able to kind of be like the catch-all. So every now and then, he'd make a mistake. I'm, I, I made more than my fair share, but when he did, I'd say, okay, this was my time to like make it up to him for everything he does for me. Um, and then he he was pretty rambunctious, so when things got out of control, I'd go and slow it down, but I loved playing. I played with him for like a half year, and it was probably my favorite time to play. Um, but now a guy I like to play with, someone's really mobile. You know, like a Quinn – I love Quinn Hughes. You know, someone like that that just, just – they, they make the game easier. They make plays, get the puck, uh, and make plays. Or if you give it to them, they're able to get out of trouble because uh, I wasn't exactly the best, you know, puck mover. So those are the kind of players that I really like, I, I think, to play with. And, I mean, McCarr would be the obvious choice. Let me ask you that. about
0: this, Strouds. So you listed a bunch of playing um, – attributes that guys have is there a personality that you think is a good fit next to you like if the guy is maybe super complimentary or supportive or maybe if it's a guy that's a little bit hard on you and can push you what about the off-ice traits in a d partner that you would like
1: it would depend on where you're at in your career as a young guy you wanted someone that would come off and be calm and supportive and be like hey you know what things are gonna be okay whatever maybe make this play here that play you don't need someone who's all over you Um, then as you get older, it's nice to have someone who, you know, working with a rookie is fine, but they make mistakes, right. That are, you know, and you do too, but there's some mistakes that you can just avoid. And so it was always kind of like, okay, I gotta be watching for me and him. Uh, I remember one D man I played with, he he had a tough time reading the rush. So I'd be yelling like three on two and he'd be playing like a one-on-one, you know? So you're like, whoa, man, this isn't ideal. You gotta see what's going on here. Um, but that's your job as a vet. So I, I, the personality I'd never really worried about too much. Um, it was just more about your interaction on the bench and how they felt. Zuby, let's take one more, pal.
2: Okay, when the season is all said and done, and uh, wherever the Leafs finish, uh, playoff wise, uh, when we look back on this season, who who will they say made the biggest impact in Toronto of the new guys acquired
3: between Reeves, Bertuzzi, Ooh. Domi,
0: Klingberg? Ooh, Mark.
3: Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, Klingberg, if he doesn't turn around, might be for the bet ba- for the wrong reasons. Uh, like, uh, yeah, impact it, like negative or impact, impact positive? Negative. Yeah. Uh, Good point by you, Mark. Yeah. Last half empty. Like, kind if That of doesn't guy. work. I mean, I imagine if, it, if they could make a change midseason. Uh boy, I'm going to say Bertuzzi. He's probably going to get a look beside Matthews, um, and you know, I think that he's got a chance to put up some some crazy numbers here. Uh, on the positive side and Klingberg I guess on on the negative side there in terms of like if, if they go out and, and it's it's ugly, uh, it, he might be wearing the goat horns if there's a defensive breakdown or something, I guess. Um, kind of hedging my <laughs> hedging my best <laughs> <guess> there. <laughs> Not to but, work, is it buddy. fair to
1: say that like they, they have all those players, they need Klingberg the most. is is that fair like i
0: well judging how you feel about the blue line Strud's he has the pedigree of a player that could make a significant difference he's shown that in this league before so based on how you feel about the blue line i'd say yes to that mark that klingberg has a chance here's a question for you guys
3: i'd be intrigued because i think it's going to be a big storyline in training camp would you put him on the top power play unit? leafs for second overall last year only behind the oilers morgan riley's been the quarterback forever would you make that change? He's the—he's a the guy yeah. got a long contract. All because they're napkin. four and
0: one, right? They're four yes. and one on the power play, like the yeah. Oilers are. So there's no yeah. configuration to go three and two and have both those guys out there. It's too Bloomberg's big a sacrifice. Got the better
3: shot, but Riley.
0: Yeah, you're gonna need Morgan Riley this yeah. year. I wouldn't do it at first. I would only do it if it becomes
1: necessary. Struts? Yeah. It's the same conversation I'm having in Pittsburgh with uh, Latang and yeah. uh, Carlson. Like Latang and, and and Riley have done a great job, and so. These guys might be a little bit better, but the chemistry is already there. But you still need to get Carlson and, in this case, Klingberg going. And it's not like you're going to put Klingberg on the penalty kill. So if he doesn't get first-line power play, and he's I'd, I'd be surprised if he's on the penalty kill, where is he getting these minutes? right? How's he, How are you going to say, hey, man, we really need you. We need you to be play above your $4 million salary, but we're not going to put you on the power play. So right. I think that's an interesting question, Mark. I, yeah. I doubt they'd go away from him. A tough one, man
0: absolutely all right boys that was great mark that was tons of fun buddy thanks for joining us today you come back again anytime guys i loved
1: it G- gem of the day is that curling sized uh, or, or curling rock teacup you have look at that oh. thing <laughs> how do you drink out of that
0: that is the gem of the day let me see the oh look he's spilling mark you're making a Holy mess of geez. yourself let me see that thing again show me the top of that show Huge. me like tilt it yeah see my nose wouldn't fit I hate (laughs) cups where the top that you drink out of is smaller than the actual vessel. Because when I go to drink, this beak of a nose I have just bangs up against
3: the edge. It's an art. It it is an art. But I've mastered it.
0: You have. hey, You have mastered. You've mastered many things. And you got the best head of hair on the podcast today, Mark Masters. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Strides, great job today. Zuby, awesome work behind the scenes. People have no idea the curveballs I threw at him today. And the show was fairly smooth, I would say. Uh, Thanks for your downloads and your subscriptions. Thanks for joining us here on the live stream. We're going to drop another podcast. We're thinking maybe a live stream on Sunday night, so keep an eye on our feeds. In the meantime, enjoy Oilers Rookie Camp. If you get to watch some of that, they're in action tonight and over the next couple of days. And we will check in on Sunday. Have a great finish to your week. Chat soon. Cheers.